Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Even after treaties had been signed with the Indian tribes of the western United States, there were occasional uprisings. But with the exception of the Apache under Geronimo, they were caused by unfair treatment at the hands of the government agents. The masked rider of the plains fought these men who misused their office as relentlessly as he fought the outlaws of an earlier period. No one could match his courage, his strength, or his resourcefulness. And his name has come down to us through the generations as the greatest champion of justice the West ever knew. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading for Decatur! Hail, Silver! Away! <laughs> Captain Holbrook, attached to the post at Decatur, brought his mount to a clattering halt in front of the office of the local Indian agent. Oh, 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 there. He flung himself from the saddle and stomped up the steps leading to the office door. What? Oh, oh evening, Captain. I wasn't looking for you back so soon. I know you weren't. What the... You lying little skunk. What's the matter? What, what... You know why I came here? I, I, I... I came here to get you. Oh, no. No, I've never done nothing. What's wrong? What, uh, uh, wait! So you told me that Lame Bull's cattle had been stolen. It was. Honest, it was. I swear it. I know it was. 
But it was stolen by you. No, no, that ain't so. Then why was Shorty Faye seen with the herd when it was driven into the hills? Listen, Shorty don't work for me anymore, honest. I fired him over a month. You lie. No, no, I don't. You brought Shorty with you when you took over the agency. And he's been with you ever since. But I caught him stealing from me. That's why I had to let him go. I, I swear it. I, you know what you've done to me, Kemp? Nothing, nothing. Shut up. Kemp, you gave me that story about Madigan's trail herd being stampeded by rustlers. And the cattle taken into the hills. And I was fool enough to believe it. That's just what happened, though. I've said already that it was, didn't I? Only I know now that you were behind it. That herd was supposed to go to Lame Bull. You knew well enough that when Lame Bull's Indians didn't get their beef rations on schedule, there'd be trouble. I said shut up. So you came to me. You knew that Lame Bull trusted me. You told me your lying story. I believed it. I rode into the hills. I found Lame Bull. I told him what I thought had happened. Pleaded with him to keep his braves off the warpath. Said that it couldn't be helped. Asked him as a friend to wait in peace until it was time for rations to be distributed again. The lame bull promised me he would. Now, Kemp, what's going to happen when lame bull learns I lied to him? But you didn't. It was true, all of it. I met a trapper on the way back. He'd seen Shorty with a herd. If Shorty was with it, it was because he was following your orders. Won't you believe nothing I say? Can't you destroy Your the... lies aren't helping you, Kemp. But, Captain, I... I... wish to heaven we could take every one of your kind of thieving Indian agents, Kemp, and string him up to the nearest tree. I wouldn't suggest a firing squad because you don't deserve it. The army tries to keep the peace. The army with a handful of men tries to protect settlers scattered over a thousand square miles. Wait, Then I... your kind comes along, Kemp. And for a few filthy dollars, starts more trouble in a minute than a division could quell in a month. Lame Bull will find out about this. Don't you think he won't? And nothing either I or anyone else can say will keep him off the warpath. Well, I let you trick me, so I'm partly responsible. But I can get you, Kemp. And if I'm court-martialed and shot for it, at least I'll have the satisfaction of knowing I took a dirty skunk along with me. Oh, no, no, don't. Stand up. It. I can't shoot a man when he's on his knees. No, please, please. Have you any courage at all, man? You've got a gun. Go for it. I'll give you an even chance. No, no, don't kill me. And I'll blast you. Take it. Oh, my hand. Go for that gun, Captain. And I'll shoot it away again. Mess, man. Who are you? You're coming with me. You've made as big a fool of yourself as is necessary for one right, day. Oh. Get on with you. I'm going to report this, Captain. I'll fish him. I'll see that you get what's coming to you. I'll... Kemp. What? One word about this out of you and I'll be back and deal with you myself. Remember that. Here, Silver. What's the meaning of this? Where are you taking me? To a place where we'll be safe until I can get some sense back into your head. Now get on your horse. You Don't can't argue get... with me into the saddle. <laughs> Follow me. Come on, Silver. I'm Silver. Away. later at the Lone Ranger's secret camp. Well, Captain, what do you think of yourself now? I... I was a fool. Of course you were. I can't say that I blame you very much for what you tried to do. There's no question but what camp deserved shooting a hundred times over. My only criticism is this. Why risk your neck to give him justice when the law can do it just as well? He's too smart for the law. The law will never get him. You seem to be certain he had stolen lame bull's beef rations. Why couldn't you tell the law what you know? Sometimes you know things without having definite proof. Yes, I've seen more than one occasion like that myself. But how about telling me what it was you had on Kemp? Maybe it would serve better than you imagine. 
A trapper told me that a fellow named Shorty Fay was seen with a stolen herd. Shorty has always been in Kemp's employ. You see? It's easy to add two and two and get four. But you can't demonstrate a total like that in a courtroom. It would be hard to connect Kemp with Shorty. I heard what Kemp said, and he'd fired Shorty. I'm as certain as you are that he didn't. But that's a matter of opinion. Yes. By the way, I haven't asked you how you happened to be there just then. I've been on Kemp's trail myself. Lame Bull is a friend of Tonto's. As a matter of fact, I believe Tonto and I already have discovered more about this affair than you have. Yes? What? And we let that pass for the moment. First of all, I want to know if you can be trusted to return to the fort without being tempted to hunt for Kemp on the way. I... I lost my head. It won't happen again, you have my word. Good. I know your word will be kept. I might as well be getting back. Uh, one moment. Well? How badly do you want to convict the Indian agent? How badly? If I could do that, I'd let them reduce me to the ranks. But would you apologize to him? What? Just that. Drop into his office tomorrow. Tell him you were misled by a rumor and that you regret it. Ask him to pardon you. I... I'd rather be shot. It seems you don't want Kemp caught as badly as you pretended. You mean to say that an apology for me would help to convict that skunk? It would. You, uh... You'd better tell me more about it, stranger. It's going to be an awfully hard thing to do. Rancher Madigan called upon the Indian agent and... I've been waiting for you, Madigan. Yeah? You ain't nervous, are you? You fellas made a slip. Huh? Some trapper seen the herd go through. He recognized Shorty and told Captain Holbrook about it. If it hadn't been for a mass feller buttoning in last night, Madigan, I tell you, I'd have been as good as done for. Done for? What do you mean? Holbrook was going to kill me. He was fit to be tied because he'd been tricked into lying the lame bull. <laughs> Who cares what a redskin thinks? For that matter, who gives a hoot about the army? You would have if you'd have been in my boots last night. You're still alive, ain't you? Well, it wasn't none of Holbrook's doing. So Shorty was seen, eh? Well, that means he can't come back here. I'll send one of the boys to tell Shorty to stay at the other end. We'll use him there. When will cattle be sold? The boys had a buyer waiting. You'll pay spot cash on delivery and no questions asked. We ought to be splitting the profits in about a week. Then we'll lay low for a while. Eh? What for? Don't you hanker to make money? You want to get us strung up? <laughs> there ain't much danger of that happening. Well, if it ain't a rope, it'll be a hatchet in our heads by thunder. You can't keep an old buck like Tame Bull quiet for long. Him and them redskins of his are getting plenty hungry. They know they're supposed to get rations that ain't never reaching them. One day they'll just plumb loose patience and then watch out. Well, what do you want to do? Make the next two or three deliveries of beef on schedule. Don't steal them more for ourselves till they've had a chance to forget about this last job. Uh... Seems to me you're getting mighty jumpy, Kemp. And so would you be if you had as much to lose as me. Ain't I? You think your job here is worth more than my contract with the government? Where would I be if they was to find out I was stealing my own cows that I'd sold them? Then we we both ought to be more careful. What's to stop Holbrook from talking? And if he does, just how easy do you think it's going to be for me with the army watching every move I make? Yeah? <laughs> well, speaking of the army, here comes one of them dude soldiers now. Who? The captain, Holbrook. Uh, what Don't the... boil over, Kemp. I declare I never seen a fellow as jumpy as you. He's coming in. Sure, why not? Oh, but what'll I do? Tell him to walk in. What do you think he's going to do, eat you? Don't be such a yellow coward all your life. It's easy for you to talk. Come in. 
Jim. <laughs> now, look, Captain. Get it in order to get... I've come to apologize to you. Good afternoon, Madigan. Howdy. What was that you said? I'm sorry about what happened last night. I... Well, I guess I permitted myself to lose my temper over nothing. I'm glad the masked man interfered before I was able to do something I'd regret all my life. I, I ain't just sure I'm hearing you right. Don't pay no attention to Kemp, Captain. He, he's a little on the jumpy side today. Well, that's probably my fault. You, you mean you ain't mad at me no more? You, you've taken back them things you accused me of? Of course. I've had reason to believe since that my information was mistaken. Oh. Gosh, Captain, you really had me worried there for a while. I found another clue huh? to the rustlers. It shows conclusively that you had nothing to do with that affair. As a matter of fact, Kemp, I don't mind telling you in confidence that it looks as though Scar Liggett may be working in this territory. You don't see. You were with the herd when it was stampeded, weren't you, Madigan? Sure was. Did you get a good look at any of the fellows who did it? What do you mean? Well, I was just wondering if you might not have seen someone in the gang who looked like Scar. If you had, it would go a long way toward proving he's behind this. You know, Captain, now that you mention it, I think I did. Husky fellow with a big black beard, ain't he? That's the way he's been described. By gosh, and it must have been him. I seen just such a fella. Campbell wonder how come I never thought of Scar before. It must have been him, all right. You'll accept my apology, won't you? Gosh, yes, yes, you bet. Thank you. I feel better about it now. Oh, yes, and another thing. Yeah? If I were to get a line on Scar's whereabouts, I wonder if I could depend upon you to help us capture him. You sure can. Fine with it, skunks hiding out, and you just say the word. Splendid. Well, good day, gentlemen. Bye. Drop in again soon. Thank you, I will. <laughs> That's the Aubrey had you worried. Gosh, Kemp, if the whole army was like him, this country would still belong to the Indians. Garmigan. <laughs> you know, Madigan, maybe he did steal him. <laughs> That same moment, the Lone Ranger and Tonto were raining in their mounts in an isolated section of the country some 20 miles away. Oh, 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 Tonto, Madigan's in on this with Kemp. Uh, it was a stampede right enough, but every sign indicates it was started by the crew that left Madigan's ranch with the herd. That right. The stampede was started just to back up their story in case they investigated. Uh, by this time, the herd must be halfway through the hills. There's not a chance in the world of overtaking it before it's sold. Uh, we'll have to get evidence against Kemp and Madigan some other way. You got scheme? I think I have. And what we do? Wait. Hear that, Tonto? It war drum. Lane Bull's getting ready for the war path. Not bad. It can't be allowed to happen. Tonto, Lane Bull knows and trusts you. You'll have to ride to his village. I'll get along without you as best I can. Tonto, go. Say anything, promise anything, but get his word to wait a week before riding. Uh. I'd hope we'd have more time. This makes speed more important than ever. Get going, Kimasabi, and return to camp as quickly as you can. And what you do? I'm talking to Captain Holbrook. Get him up, Scout! Get him up! Come on, old fellow! Pile Silver! Away! The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Captain Holbrook, as had been arranged at their first meeting, rode out from the post at the first opportunity that evening and was awaiting the arrival of the masked man on the crest of a small hill. Oh, oh, Silver. Oh, boy. Oh, there. You waited long? Not long. Uh, Fifteen minutes. Where's Tonto? I sent him to the Indian village. Good. We heard the drums at the fort. They've got Colonel Saunders worried. I think the trouble will be ended before an Indian takes to the warpath. You discovered something? What I told you, I suspected. Madigan is in with Kemp on this thing. They're cheating both the government and the reservation Indians. But proof, man. How do we get proof? We'll do as I suggested before. You mean... It's up to you to convince Kemp that Scar Liggett's in this territory. That you suspect him of the rustling. That you've discovered his hideout. I've already let Kemp think Scar suspected. Good. But the hideout... Where's it to be? You know where Stony River makes a bend, just this side of the forest? Yes, of course. About ten miles from here. Right. But scarcely anyone ever goes that way. What's more, just inside the forest across the river, there's an old cabin that hasn't been used for years. The mountain men built it when there was still beaver in the district. I believe I recall sighting it once on a scouting party. Better yet. There's your hideout. I think Kemp will find it convincing. It's a place an outlaw would naturally choose if he were keeping out of sight. When do I speak to Kemp? The sooner the better. Did you make it tonight? I believe so. Say, in two hours? Is it necessary to wait that long? It is. I'll have to ride to Madigan's place. I want to be there before you've seen Kemp. Very well, then. Two hours it is. You remember everything you're to tell him? Clearly. Then, adios. Come on, Silver. Hurry on, fellow. That same evening, Madigan sat upon the steps of his porch in conversation with one of his men, and... Uh, I've been thinking things over, Jute. Yeah, boss? We can't work with Kemp much longer. He ain't to be trusted. He's so squirmy, he jumps when you look at him. One of these days, he's going to get scared so bad, he'll start telling what he knows. The game will be over with us behind bars. Boss, I think you've got that hombre figure right. You do, huh? Sure thing. Ain't I said the same before? Ain't I said that fellow would jail you his own more to save his neck? Well, I'm kind of glad you see it my way. Yeah? <laughs> you ain't so likely to put up an argument when I tell you what I plan to do. What's that? Cut loose from Kemp. Keep the cash for this last herd for ourselves when it gets here. And, uh... Maybe drill Kemp so he can't make a ruckus about it. Well, you're showing what I call real sense. You've heard, huh? I'll even plug the coyote if you say the word. Well, that's something I ain't just decided on yet. But most likely, you'll have to come to that. It'll be safest. I ain't like sin to leave any loose ends around. They're always what trip you up. Well, we'll sleep on it and see how it looks to us in the morning. Tell the boys out back they'd better turn in. We've had a hard day. Hold it. Somebody's coming. Yeah, wonder who it is. There he is. I just seen him flash past that cottonwood. Hello there. Madigan? That's me. Oh, oh boy. Oh, that's over. Mask. Oh, she's mask. Hey, what? get the mask and listen to what I say. It's important. You... And put down that gun. Ah. Put it aside, Jute. All right, stranger. What's this about? Shawnee Fay is heading here with the money for the herd he sold. What the... Mister, you better talk and talk fast. What do you know about that herd? That's my business. You want my message or don't you? Get on with it. There was trouble. Shorty's on the run. 
He'll have to hide out. He run into the border patrol? You can ask all the questions you want of Shorty. I haven't the time to answer them. Where is he? He's heading for a cabin beyond Stony River in the forest. Where's that? Boss, I know the place. It ain't been used for the past dozen years. I can take you right to it. You mean the cabin beyond the bend, don't you, stranger? Right. You said Shorty was heading there. That means he ain't there yet. How far away is he? I don't know. Then why don't... I'd advise you to get there without wasting time. There's just one thing... You'll have to ask it next time we meet. Come on, Silver. Wait! Hi, Silver! Away! Boss, that hombre ain't waiting for nothing. You figure he was. Hey, must be some outlaw shorty picked up to help haze them critters through the hills. What are you gonna do? Get going, of course. Shorty's got that cash. I aim to get my hands on it before Kemp does. Jute, saddle the two fastest horses you can find in the corral. We're making tracks. <laughs> the Indian agency, Kemp was listening to Captain Holbrook with as much interest as Madigan had listened to the masked man. You uh, sure he's there, Captain? Kemp, if you don't want to make the capture, why... Shucks, now, (laughs) don't get me wrong. I never meant no such thing. I was only wondering if you were sure there couldn't be no mistake. You don't sound very interested. I thought you would be because you'd said you'd be glad to aid in Scar's arrest. And, of course, there's a dead or alive notice out for him. I guess that's right. There's $5,000 on that critter's head. Right. But uh, how come you and some of the soldiers ain't handling this, Captain? You heard the drums today, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Well, trouble may break out anywhere at a moment's notice. Troopers can't be spared. You, uh, you want part of the reward, case? No. I can keep it all for myself, hmm? You won't attempt to seize him alone, will you? Oh, I'll get fellas to come along and help, all right, but... As long as it's me that has the information and leads the way, they won't be able to ask for much. Well, are you getting started or aren't you? Yeah, right away. You'd better. And, uh, Captain. Yes? I won't ever be forgetting this chance at that 5,000 you've given me. Not ever. No, I... I don't think you will. Madigan and Jute, acting upon the information furnished them by the masked man, raced to the cabin in the forest in the hope they'd find Shorty Fay there before them. They found no one, however, and after a wait of almost an hour, Madigan began to grow restless. Uh, why don't he come? Well, shucks, boss. There ain't no sense in getting impatient. That masked feller was in such a hurry to get away, he didn't hardly tell us nothing. For all we know... Maybe Shorty won't be here till morning. Who wants to wait in a hole like this all night? <laughs> I reckon the cash Shorty's carrying on him will be worth it. Yeah, then if we're in for that long, I'll wait to turn that lamp down. Sure. Wonder who left it here anyhow. Somebody must have hit out here sometime or other. Yeah, crooks have likely used this place a dozen times in the past year. Mm-hmm. Well, I 
sleepy. How did B first to watch turn and turn about till something happens? Yeah, maybe Shorty was hurt. Maybe he might even have been caught. Heard the mask fellow say he was on the run, didn't you? Maybe it'd be best for us to go out looking for him. Oh, boss, use your head. Where would we look? My gosh, we wouldn't have no more chance of finding him at night in these hills than a doggie at the bottom of a swamp. Now, why don't we just take it easy, one of us sleeping like I said, till either Shorty gets here, it's daylight. I don't know. There's no use making this tough on ourselves. Well, if you're so dead set on sleeping, go ahead. I'll keep watch. I couldn't sleep now anyhow. Sure, if it's agreeable with you. What the... I just missed your head. Douse the lamp. Get to the floor. Who fired that? If you don't pull out the lamp, you won't never live to find out. I'll get it to the floor. Better keep your voice down, boss. Come on. Door's open. Let's see if we can see who's out there. Yeah. Take it easy. Now hold it. There, boss. Remember that tree. What's that? A horseman. I'll get the skunk. Did you hear that, Jute? Somebody's turned us in. Somebody knows we stole that herd. They couldn't. You heard that fellow say to get the rustler, didn't you? What else could it mean? Then uh, and the only fellow likely to have told his camp. They're closing in, boss. Start throwing lead. But it ain't no use. There's too many of them. We just get killed. The best thing to do is give up and watch for a chance to make a break for it afterwards. The blazes with us. I'm right, boss. Look, there's one of them, and there's another. And there's still another over to the left. Boss, we got to give up. I won't give up. Watch out with your hands in the air. We'll blast you to kingdom come. I give up. I give up. Then come ahead. I'm surrendering. Watch this way. And don't try no monkey business around. Kemp. What the? Boss, you was right. The dirty devil crossed his hold us out. Madigan. Jute. You the... yellow sidewinder. So you got scared and was going to turn us in, was you? I blast you. If I go to jail, you go right along with us. No, wait, Madigan. Listen. Fellas, I wasn't the only one in on that rustling. Kemp was in it, too. It was his idea in the first place. He's more to blame than any of us. No, Madigan, wait. You got the wrong idea. Have I? I suppose it wasn't you that said you could stall Lame Bull along till the next time he was supposed to get rations. I suppose it wasn't Shorty that works for you that took the herd through the hills and sold it to you. Did you keep your fool mouth closed? My gosh, I thought it was Scar we had trapped in there. I never had no notion it was Jute and Madigan. Of course, you made a mistake. That's what I've been trying to tell you. you... We was told Scar was hiding out in that cabin. Now you've gone and shot off your mouth. Well, I ain't staying to be caught by nobody. One port. Right. Hold on. Stay with the mask man. Come along, Captain. Sergeant, put these three men under arrest. You're all witnesses to what you heard here. Yes, sir. Captain Holbrook and soldiers with him. It was a trick, Madigan. They tricked us into talking in front of witnesses. And what you said, Kemp, we'll see you and your friends hung. You <laughs> fool, Kemp. This was your fault, not mine. How's I to know a polecat like you wouldn't sell me out? Of course I talked. I wasn't going to let you get away with anything. But I never tried to. It was you that gave it away. You didn't have talking. Quiet. But he was... I said quiet. You're wasting your time blaming each other. We simply used a fact that's well known to trap you. Crooks never trust each other. You were both so afraid the other would sell them out, you couldn't wait to get your accusations in first. I never. All I said That'll was... That'll be enough. Secure them, Sergeant. Return to the post at once. Yes, sir. I'll be with you immediately. Mask man. You I'm... looking for that mask, fellow, Captain? I just seen him heading that away. Wait! He's sure gone, Captain. <laughs> what you want him for? Why, to thank him, of course. Then I'd say he didn't want no thanks. Not the way he's traveling. No siree. Wowie! Look at him go!
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. (laughs) 